Uh, I think it's when it's that sort of um, that clean sheet and it's the fun of coming up with a new idea or a new spin on an idea and you've got very few constraints. Certainly a lot to learn in this episode. Hello, my name is Dom Evans. I'm head of production for Fox FM in Melbourne. And in this podcast, I'm talking to audio producers from all around the world about how they craft the sound of radio stations. This is Prodcast. My guest today is James Stodd, a producer who has a tremendous amount of experience over a very long period of time. Amongst other things, he's worked at the BBC and Capital, and now is group production director for Salador Radio. Now, they have 30 separate radio licences across six locations. And he also looks after the Avalanche Library for Benstown. Now, you can't cheat time and you can't cheat experience, but you can talk to people that have done it for a long time and have a lot of experience. So let's do that, James Stodd. Hello, nice to meet you. Hello, nice to meet you too. Yeah. Hey, I tell you, I got such joy out of listening to the work that you sent me. Well, thank you. Such an incredible back catalogue of imaging uh, that would make most very jealous, I suspect. It's Well, I think that comes from uh, having been doing it for a very long time, to be fair, and lots of different stations. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, I've been doing it for a, a long old time, over 20 years probably. This is Madonna. Can we talk about your time at Capital? Because I opened the stuff you sent me and the first thing I saw was a 24 promo and you won me over straight away. I loved 24 and that was a fantastic promo. The following takes place between 6am and 9am. Hi, it's Johnny. This is Jack Barrow. You still coming on the show on Monday? I managed to retrieve the hard drive. Yeah, yeah, I get that, Jack, but he's still coming in. Do you think London would have any additional data? Well, it's a busy city. Thank you. Yeah, he's a, he's a busy man. But the point is, Jack Bauer, Keith the Sutherland, will be live on the show on Monday. Capital Breakfast, weekdays from six. I mean, what a great way to promote an interview with Keith the Sutherland. And at the time, I'm guessing... 24 was the hottest show on TV. It certainly was in my house anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that, w- that was one of the, uh, the times when we, we had a, quite a lot of creative freedom. In fact, the, I think at the time the PD uh, was a guy called Scott Muller who'd come over from Australia and uh, I'd, yep, nice I'd heard him. Yeah, and he, he was, um, and so he came with this sort of Aussie sensibility of um, creating quite filmic uh, promos sometimes and telling stories and having, you know, lots of fun on air as well. So being able to use the, uh, the morning show host, Johnny Vaughan, uh, and have him sort of interacting with clips or writing sort of sketches uh, was good fun to be able to do because he could deliver it and, um, you know, you, you had the sort of guests where that sort of thing made it worth doing as well. And the Oscar goes to... Johnny, Johnny Vaughn. Win your red carpet trip to L.A. With Virgin Holidays. Capital Breakfast. The Vaughn stuff in there is fantastic. Uh... What you know, you hear a lot of people talk these days about cut through. It's almost become a bit of a buzzword. I mean, that sort of seems like quite a good way to cut through that noise. I think. Yeah, well, it, it was certainly stuff you, you wouldn't hear stuff in that sort of style elsewhere back then. I think um, it, it, it was certainly a. Uh, I think when you were talking to uh, Stacks a, a few podcasts ago, he was talking about there's lots of stuff on the station which is 
standard and just doing a job, you know, and then there are these sort of standout yep. things. And it's very easy to think, well, the station was like that all the time. There was, we didn't do this all the time, but having the ability to do it does allow you to be more creative than just, you know, next week on The Breakfast Show, Kiefer Sutherland, whatever. And, you know, actually writing a sketch around um, him and Johnny and whatever um, is, is a lovely way of doing it, particularly when uh, you can uh, you can take that sort of very uh, that, that iconic intro that you have on every show of, you know, the following took place between this time and this time. Cutting it between yeah, six, yeah. six and nine makes it sound like he's, you know, yeah. he's instantly voicing your Breakfast Show promo as well. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. Fantastic. You know, what I'm hearing is effort. You know, um, we call them donut promos in Australia. I don't know if you've heard that phrase where you... The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's such a, a lazy way of doing things. Not to, to take away from... But, you know, like the office bike that pushes towards the website. Again, another great example of just pushing outside the goalposts a little bit. Capital. A bike. Go. A stopwatch. No, it's slow. An office. And Johnny Vaughan. As soon as his back wheel goes through this, I'll press it, yeah? Watch what happened at capitalradio.com forward slash breakfast. Yeah, they were nice ideas because those promos actually ran as part of the, the news sequence. So you'd come out of the ads, you'd hear that little 10-second tease. Um, you know, it's uh, you know jo- uh, Johnny Vaughan, an office bike, and something. And it, it, it literally, mm. you know, vo- minimal voiceover, minimal clip, you know, three things. Things It was thing, thing, and thing. You know, get the latest online yep. at capitalfm.com. We did another one where uh, it was the breakfast, uh, one of the guys on the breakfast show, Welshy, uh, he'd, he'd been sent up on a plane to do wing walking. You know, so you, you strap him to the wings of a plane and he does a loop the loop or whatever. Brilliant. And it's just, you know, just hearing someone, you know, just going, ah, like that is, is enough. You know, and I yeah. think that, I think that those those things you, you very rarely do them, and I think you know, send it, teasing people on you know to go online to see stuff. I mean, this was back in, again, this would have been, you know, two thousand and six, maybe seven, uh, that that sort of time. Mm. So uh, very early YouTube days, if even YouTube was there, I can't remember then. But you know, we we would have online. I think video, it was but, just coming out. Yeah. You know, so that sort of stuff was was was, was quite quite innovative back then, I guess. But uh, but but being able to do it and promote in a different way, you don't you don't need a thirty forty second promo. You could just go, you know, want to hear more of this, you know, or find out what yes. happens when this happens. Tiny clip, head online now. Yes, is is sometimes sometimes enough. I think it, there's something built into us as humans that goes, I just have to find out what happened to Johnny. <laughs> Absolutely, it's it's the intrigue, and I think sometimes the the tease and the intrigue um, can be all that's needed. Sometimes. The tease, you know, is actually better than the final result. But you know, you—I was going to say that. <laughs> but you've you've got the people there, then, you know, so you can then give them some more information or, or get them into it as well. I mean, I think that's that's equally important these days with um, with online video content. You know, it's that it's that sense of how long is too long and what you're actually doing. You know, why why would people watch? Why would people watch it? Um, so it's 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 that finding that thing that's memorable. And, you know, the, the unique hook to it, I, I guess, as well. Yeah. And then so the BBC, two stints at the BBC, one as a more junior operator, and then you came back in quite a senior position. Yeah, the junior position was at Southern Counties was a, a sort of local station. So that was, that job was weird. It was it, in the morning I was, I'd go in and I'd studio up the breakfast show. So getting callers and lining up guests. Well, not, I, I wasn't producing. I was just doing all the, all the technical stuff, but then I'd make mm. the, make the promo. So it essentially was a station sound producer, even though they didn't really have 
someone who was called that. So it's making promos and, and making imaging. But the job I did uh, after Capital was a, a job at the BBC in a team called the Cross Trails Department, which I'd never really heard of until I left Capital, really. And this was a team that work within the marketing department uh, of BBC TV, and they work on promoting TV shows on the radio, but also other BBC things. You'd be doing a, a promo for the uh, the new series of Doctor Who or or Top Gear. What do you mean a Le Mans star? Three, two, one, go. Just turning left into Acacia Avenue. <laughs> now I'm going to roll it into the corner. This is just stupid. <laughs> Are you two just trying to think of challenges that you reckon my car can't do? Yes. No. A bit. The boys are back. Yes, everything's all right, everything's all right. Whoa! Everything's not all right! <laughs> the new series of Top Gear, coming soon to BBC Two. That's so cool. Probably my favourite thing, the quickest thing I ever did, and in BBC it can take months to get some of these projects off because of how they how they work. The quickest thing I ever did was a, was a promo for, um, for Top Gear. Literally... There was nothing to work with. Like they, 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 the the um, marketing manager said, it, I'm really sorry, literally all you've got is this track, which I think was an ACDC track that uh, the producer liked, and about two minutes of literal clips of uh, them doing stuff from uh, w- w- one of the edits of uh, their opening sequence. And she said, can you make mm. something out of it? And it's just one of those sort of dream things where you just load load a load of clips into your timeline and and the music. And you think, right, OK, it's going to be 30 seconds. So I sort of cut the music to 30 seconds or whatever and then start pulling clips and things. And it just falls together. And I'd literally done it in an hour. And, um, you know, I sent it over to her. And she goes, how have you done it so quickly? They, could, they couldn't understand the, uh, the speed, of, <laughs> speed of working when they're sort yeah. of used to this sort of glacial speed of having to yeah, go through different right. sign-offs and things. And so it was it was all of that sort of, he just used to doing that in commercial radio, being quick and coming up with, with stuff quickly. And, and when stuff just falls into place sometimes, that that's nice to, to achieve as well. Right here, Capital Radio. It's the many hats thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I, I think it's being able to hear stuff. I, I, I always have a... Um, uh, it's a thing that I think it's just a thing you're sort of born with that you can hear the rhythm of an edit and know where stuff needs to place and where words need to start and where phrases of uh, of a script need to hit posts in in the music and um, mm. I, I I just I think I get it because I just have done it for so long but I think part of it is also I, I don't know whether with, with with music particularly you know when I first was doing production obviously if I had to do a music bed I'd have to edit it and it was it was done on quarter inch tape so you're sort of having to absolutely get the the musical edit and the beats right to make it Mm. sound right you couldn't see it or whatever um so making sure sure that rhythmic part works is sort of attuned into my head i think and i I, i've got a junior producer i work with who who's learning really quickly but sometimes doesn't necessarily always hear where the placement needs to be and i think it's just because you, you just get used to it, and when, when you know it, you know it. Five, what guys achieve? Four. Maroon 5. Three. It's your girl Fergie. Mm-hmm. This is Mika. One. Today's best music. This is Capital. Capital. 95.8. Capital. We're on it. So, everything is average nowadays. Capital 95.8. This is Kate Nash. I always get kicked when I have to do these things. Fingertips are holding onto the cracks in our foundation. Sandra London. Yeah, it's all 95.8. I'm starting to worry about me. 
it's something we've been talking about a lot is art or science. Can you teach it? What's the X factor? I mean, you would have seen so many producers come and go. Uh, what do you recognise between the really successful ones? Is there a common theme or a commonality of the of the long-standing producers? Uh, there's, I think there's two types. There's either there's either the type who are incredibly creative and not necessarily, you know, the most technically brilliant, uh, but have got amazing mad ideas. Uh, and then you've got ones who are sort of a combination of both. Um, and then uh, you've got the ones who sort of <laughs> don't really get it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, people either have it or they they don't. I think you can. I think you can teach people techniques, and you can teach people the format. You know, you can give them a template, and you can give them work parts, and you can say this is how it sort of needs to go together. But I think you just hear it if you have the ear for it, you get it. And you know, you, you think of some of these great producers who are working, you know, who are on on these big brands, and they they have a brand sound. And the ones who lead it have the ear for it, and they have producers working with them who can sort of deliver that. But it's it's finding out whether they can sort of step out of that and say, well, how about this, and coming up with those new ideas. And it's really weird because I'm um, I'm definitely not a technical producer if, if you ask me how i make stuff sound how i make it sound i have no real idea i mean i i i, I can i sort of understand you know i shouldn't admit it you know i sort of understand compression and eq and whatever and i sort of know how to sort of mold and shape stuff and you know if i can't hear something punching through then i i know how to sort of get it working in the mix but i don't necessarily understand all the science behind it but i know what works it's the question london's desperate to answer who's doing even celebs want to know. Like Lily Allen. Who is doing who? Nelly Furtado. Who's doing who? Rachel Hunter. Do you mean who's doing who is and who's actually doing who? And as for the half. Is Madonna doing Robbie? He's easily confused. Is Carly doing the pussycat doll? Only he knows what he's talking about. Is Madonna doing the pussycat doll? What? Capital Radio. Who is doing who? Keep it on Capital. <laughs> to win. I think it's actually quite easy to teach people the technical side, but it's really hard to teach people the style, which I think is what you were getting at yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because knowing what goes together with something else, you were talking to uh, Brendan from Triple M. That's right, yeah, the, yes, the, the, yeah. the other podcast. And he, uh, he, he was talking about um, sort of music montages and things. It's that thing of knowing what goes with the next thing and how it sort of blends together. You sort of sometimes just hear it. You know, and you'll hear a song. And you go, I know what will go with that. And I, I think some people have got the ear for it, and some haven't. It's it's like when you're taking, um, you know, I I have to make branded intros. I used to do them at Capital, like, uh, and I used to have sort of vocal work parts, and I have to do them now for uh, our station Fire. Hey, this is Aloe Black. The most hit music. This is Fire. Remember we sat in the cold, no money in Montreal. Finding a uh, the, the vocal that goes with the song. I, I think you again. You've got to have a musical ear, and you've got to be able to uh, hear what's right and what's wrong. Uh, but some people have it, and some people just don't have a particularly good pitch. You know, so it's it's that, that musical background. I think is 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 quite important. I don't play the piano, but I know how you know musical keys work and whatever. And I I, I did learn a, a musical instrument when I was younger, so I sort of have a have the, that sort of background. But I think with, with the musicality is quite important in in this whole sort of way, way of working. Mm, out of interest, what was the instrument that you learned? <laughs> <laughs> uh, at primary school, I uh, I played the recorder, 
which I think... Yeah, all, so did all, I. I was terrible all, at it, though. Yeah, I think I was too. You just blow loudly, and that, that's how it works. And then, <laughs> and then I uh, I played the clarinet. Uh, I was in the school concert band, but um, I, I, I I got it to a sort of basic level, but I, <laughs> I don't think I can play anything on it now. I played the cello for a short space of time, and bringing that home from um, school on the bus was a nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's, there's a lot of call for cellos in uh, in modern radio music imaging, I'm sure. Yes, that's right. I'm not missing out on anything. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about your integrateds. Uh, that's what we call them in Australia. I think they're probably are they called branded intros in the UK. Uh, they've been well, uh, yeah, branded intros, power intros, um, yeah. yeah, those sort of things. Yeah, we all know what they are. Been waiting for fire. This is Slim Dean, Mystery Sword. The most hit music. This is fire. They add a tremendous amount of um, brand value to a radio station. You'd probably agree. Absolutely, and I, I, I think they work in. Uh, different ways, and they they work in, uh, in in different different formats. But also, there's a, there is a, sometimes a danger of trying to be too clever as well. Because I I got to the stage um, with some of them that I was doing uh, at Capital towards the end, where I was I, I was really sort of making a rub from my own back, where I was trying to get the um, uh, the three note um, Capital logo. Uh, into them as well, um, so I'd you know, I'd sort of hide the the low, this sort of musical dee 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 in in into things, uh, and I then tried to have to you know try and find an instrument that was close to the instrument as well, and having those sort of things in there. And I remember I was really proud mm. of everyone I did. I did I got this this sound in. And I remember telling someone, he goes, "Really? Well, I'd never noticed." And it's <laughs> well, yeah. my, my mindset, soul destroying. Yeah, well, my mindset was. Well, it's a subtle thing, and it's just there. But then yeah. you think, well, actually, yeah. But w- was it? You know, was the message still getting through? And it probably was. But it's it's the case of you. Sometimes you don't necessarily uh, need to do that. So so now, you know, certainly with the, the stuff I do for for fire, uh, it's it's it, there'll always be a um, one of the fire vocals in there uh, to start it off somewhere. S-I-E, we're just fire. This is fire. It's a good name for a radio station. Yeah. You say you love me, I say you crazy. Uh, we'll always, uh, 99% of the time, have the, the voiceover going, the most hit music. The most hit music. And uh, this is fire or fire. They, they're the key things I have to have in there. You know, but then I also, I, I quite often find myself listening and going, right, how do I, I've done it, now how do I chop it down in half? And make it shorter, mm. you know. Or, or you know, occasionally we'll uh, we'll use one of the uh, pre-built intros from um, from Real World uh, from Production Vault if uh, uh, if I'm sort of up against it as well. Uh, and again, you, you you sort of use that as a toolkit, and then maybe just cut it down to make it work for you. Because the important thing is how you hear them on air and how they sort of flow on air. And it's that thing of essentially these are nice tightly crafted sweepers built into a song just to make the flow between a song start and end. When are you most in your element, James? Like when do you get that project where you just sit down and go, oh, I'm going to clear the decks, I love this? Uh, I think it's when it's that sort of um, that clean sheet when there's no, there's no real rules of what you've got to do. It's just a, I want to create something because we've got a new thing to promote. And it's the fun of coming up with a new idea or a new spin on an idea and you've got very few constraints. We did a show launch uh, campaign for a new morning show on Sam FM. Are we rolling? Damien and Jules. Go! This is Sam FM Breakfast. 
And this is when Jack FM rebranded to Sam FM. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So we um, th- th- that was one of the um, things that made me want to. Uh, we we moved out of London uh, in 2012. Couldn't really face commuting up to London uh, every day to carry on working at the BBC, and uh, it's all, I was also missing commercial radio in terms of the immediacy and being able to get very hands-on because at the BBC there was a lot of lot of writing and there was a lot of meetings and there was a lot of project managing but not so much actual actual making which it, it would have been fine but I, I just one day I tried opening up Pro Tools and I couldn't um, I was doing something really simple but I thought I need to work out the BPM of something and I couldn't remember how to do it and I couldn't remember how to do something else which I was doing all the time I thought yeah. this is really weird that I've suddenly forgotten how to do some of the basic things and I thought I don't want to forget this so that's that's why I moved yeah I just wanted to play a bit of your launch sequence because everyone loves a launch sequence welcome to Sam FM your new breakfast show is currently downloading that's going to be a big problem please wait would you ever discuss the size of your boobs or your dick won't be long Buffering. Subscribing to new audio feed. Power on. Transfer rate at 4.79 megabits per second. Sending audio. Light is green. You're good to go. Okay, all flight controllers gonna go for power descent. Retro, go. Lido, go. Guide, go. Control, go. The idea for that, uh, I I sort of had this idea, I don't know where it came from, uh, for a rogue AI type character. Welcome to Sam FM. Uh, And um, the idea was we'd run teaser promos uh, where they were saying uh, your new breakfast show is downloading. You know, and it's essentially that was that was that was the thing, and we wrote a whole heap of uh, lines. It was it was me and uh, PJ, uh, the producer I work with um, in one of other other sites, uh, wrote a load of um, lines. In fact, I think um, Damien, the the breakfast show host, also wrote some of this stuff. And uh, we found this uh, character voice, Helen Quigley. She um, sort of created this uh, slightly bored sounding ship's computer, but it had attitude. So sometimes you know you have to try these ideas and see what you come up with and then sort of tame them or pull them back a bit and just use the best bits from them. But it's it's, it's nice having that, that clean sheet just to go, okay, I'm going to try a new idea and see what what happens. And I was just going to say, the late night Legends opener actually really stood out to me. Record breaking. Album making. Ticket selling. Crowd compelling. Fan uniting. Chart topping. Heart stopping. World conquering. Icons of music. Turned up to 11. Sam FM's Late Night Legends. One hour of the biggest names in music history. It sounded like it was three riffs uh, with the two VOs, but there was something just very attention grabbing about it. How did you approach that one? Were you given much of a brief or? Um, so yeah, it was it was it came from 
wanting to create something a bit different because I think the previous uh, opener we'd had for it was a you know in the beginning the, the gods of rock created music yeah, and yeah. whatever and it had it had songs in there but it was a, it was it was just a different feel so we just wanted to highlight some of these key artists and so you had riffs and we had quite like the idea of this rhythmic record breaking song creating blah blah blah, blah. It's, it's, it's all yeah. probably off the back of that old pepsi commercial from years ago you know the thirst quenching lip smacking blah blah, blah. You know, it's just yes. a rhythmic words thing and i think sometimes being able to do that and cut it cut it with the music uh, can work really nicely one two we had a radio and jules this is Sam FM Breakfast. And so say when it comes to creating the sound of a promotion, what sort of things will you look for in, in creating that sort of sound? Quite often trying to find out a song that will work nicely for it um, or has that right vibe for it. Um, I think thinking way back at Capital, we did a... Uh, we did a promotion, again, I think it was in Scott Muller's time, um, which was called Under Pressure. Oh, oh. Can you take the pressure? Um, oh, God, my brain's just gone oh. Oh. Um, it's, uh, oh, this From Monday. The obvious thing was to try and do something with Queen David Bowie under pressure, but it's not very beaty. So it was uh, for that one, it was taking either an a cappella or a bit of the song that was usable and then sort of creating a bed that had a feel uh, to go with it and have that running as the, the promotion bed and having working in the promos as well. But sometimes songs just, just appear and you hear a lyric in them and you can take something out of it. Uh, but it's not it's not always the be all and end all but uh, and sometimes it can be a bit cheesy just to try and shoehorn something in Mm, no, you're 100% right about shoehorning it in. Uh, but I think when you get it right, it can add so much power to listener recall. Um, but then sometimes you're right. You hear something and you think, oh, that doesn't work, but you wanted it to work so badly. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I think in this job, you have to be prepared to sometimes throw stuff at the, uh, at the workstation and see what sticks um, sometimes and be prepared to uh, walk away from it and come back to it another day and see, no, that's not working. But... You know, but sometimes then something will give you an idea of what does flow. It's a beautiful art and it's about that toolbox, having all your stuff there so when you need something, you've got it at your disposal. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it's having that ability to be organised. And I'm I'm quite organised. I'm I'm not as organised as I, I, I should be. Um, and I... Amen. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing worse than hitting that search box and going, I need that thing. And you type it in and nothing. And you're like, where is it? I need it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you then sort of have to work backwards and think, well, what did I use it in? What would it, what would I yes. have called it? Why would I have called it? You know, so actual a logical... Um, a logical file naming structure is uh, is really useful. I always keep my Word document titled the exact same way as the voice file. So when I type in, you know, James and the date, yeah. the Word document comes up just below it. Um, That's a brilliant idea. I mean, idea. it's yeah. simple stuff, but, you know, because if you haven't got the scripts and you've got a 45-minute VO file, that's a world of pain. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, absolutely. You know, so <laughs> being able to do that is, uh, <laughs> is, is, is pretty cool. James, you've been doing this for such a long time. If someone's just starting out, what do you wish you'd you'd known sooner? 
Uh, <laughs> one, one thing is <laughs> make, make a lot. No, no, quite a lot, quite a lot to be honest. Uh, you know, make sure if you're using Pro Tools, make sure you've uh, you've got your session file backup setting set. Uh, yes, that's, that's, that's a good one. That's saved my life so many times. You know, uh, yeah. I I think I now I don't forget. You know how many times I'm automatically doing you know, Command S or you know the save thing. I just do it automatically without thinking. But there's always times mm. when you're making something. Oh no. I hadn't done it, and mm. it's five minutes back, and whatever. Uh, so that's yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's no always the best bit too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Although to be to be fair, you come back and you make something better. So it's it's usually a, a good self editing tool. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's Pro Tools to say no, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, now it's that making that network of contacts and reaching out to people, and I I didn't do that enough earlier on if i didn't do that enough earlier even when i was at capital because i think there wasn't so much ability then to to do that but now you know with with every opportunity of you know soundcloud and uh, twitter and linkedin and whatever you can find people uh, and get you know get in contact with people and start building friendships and you know professional relationships with these people to sort of find out how they do it and hear their stuff and you know if you hear something you can get in contact very easily now and say, how did you do that? Or can I hear that? Or can I play you this? Once you make that first step, you know, it's, it's, you, you find that that whole sort of world of people out there who are doing your sort of thing. And you find that people are absolutely happy to talk to other people in this field. Absolutely. Because I, I think people love what they're doing. And to be honest, they probably bore their other halves if they talk about it. So they've <laughs> got to talk to someone. That's right. Well, what? on that note, can people reach out to you? What's the best way for if people want to make a connection with you, what would be the best way? Uh, well, I'm on uh, I'm on Twitter at James Stodd uh, and uh, jamesstodd.com is my website. Um, so they're probably two places to find me. And I'm on SoundCloud and same thing. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, James. This has been an absolute pleasure. It's been great fun to talk. Thank you for inviting me. And um, it's, it's just great to hear different people talking about different stuff. So it's, it's always a pleasure to talk and talk about the stuff I enjoy doing. And uh, I hope people enjoy it as well. What an awesome chat. I really enjoyed that. It was an absolute pleasure to meet James Stodd um, over Skype. <laughs> Hopefully one day we get to have a beer together. I look forward to that, James. Hey, thanks so much for listening. It's been awesome, the reception that I've had, and uh, I'm lining up some really exciting guests. If you're interested in coming on this podcast, send me an email, podcastshow at gmail.com. And even if you don't want to come on the show uh, and you just want to have a chat, send me some work, please do that. Um, I'm at Dom Evans AU on Twitter, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.